This crime wave is the direct result of Justin Trudeau and the NDP allowing repeat violent offenders onto the street again. They have flooded our streets with repeat dangerous offenders and drugs, and the results are plain to all eyes. It doesn't make sense. It's time to bring some common sense back to our justice system. It is time. Whether or not it can be done is another story, but we've got dominated headlines every single day. It's all about crime. And, and, you know, common sense will resonate with Canadians who are seeing the results, I think, of a lot of progressive policies that have fueled the crime and the general demise of cities right across this country, including Toronto. And uh, so much so, I mean, look, it's forced the Liberals to do an about-face. They've now got to fix the bail laws that they hollowed out. They should probably do it faster than uh, than slower. But, you know, it's not just a policing issue. It's not just a bail issue. We have all sorts of issues. We need an overhaul, I think, of the whole system. But we've also seen what happens when you put tougher laws in the book. They seem to get knocked down again and again. So how would the Conservative leader fix all this? Let's ask him. Pierre Polyevra, leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, joining me now. Good to have you. Thanks, Alex. Great to be with you. So we'll talk crime. And of course, I want to get your thoughts on the um, the budget from this week. Um, you know, I don't need to tell you, we've seen what happens uh, when you put tougher sentencing measures in. Stephen Harper, your old boss, you know, brought in changes to minimum mandatory sentences. And of course, they were seen as unfair. And uh, a lot of people, my callers say they're frustrated. They, they see decisions come out or laws in the books, and then they see what the uh, activist judges or those who they see as activists kind of overturning those things. How, how do you overhaul um, what the Charter may, may, may very well throw out or, or protect. No, the Charter won't throw, won't throw out any of our changes. Uh, the, let's be clear. The judges did not cause this problem. Justin Trudeau caused this problem. He is the one that brought in the catch-and-release bail system. He introduced a bill that allowed the same repeat violent criminals to be released the same day they are captured. Since Trudeau's bail reform came into place, the same 40 people were arrested 6,000 times in a year. Let me say that again. The same 40 people were arrested 6,000 times in one year under Trudeau's bail laws. That's because they're released again and again and again. Sometimes they're arrested three times in the same day. They laugh mm-hmm. at the police. They say, yeah. look, I'm not going to spend time in jail because Justin Trudeau's bail rules will allow me out by uh, noon. And then they reoffend before 1 p.m. So this is not about the judges. It's about Justin Trudeau with the support of the NDP doing a catch and release bail law. Polyev government will bring in common sense bail reform that keeps violent repeat offenders who are newly charged behind bars until they're their trial and their sentence is complete. And we will massively, we will destroy the crime problem with common sense, bail and criminal justice reforms. Yeah, and it is one part of it, but we also have very big issues. So, you know, psych, uh, psych wards were shut down, big hospitals that dealt with mental health issues, whether it was Penetanguishing, Shadokan, Hamilton, all these hospitals were shut down over the last couple of de- decades because people felt that they were uh, unfair. I mean, we only have 2,500 mental health beds in a province now of 1,500 or 15 million people. Uh, that is an issue. People can't get the help they need, whether it's rehabilitation for drug addiction, whether it is keeping them off the streets to get, you know, better supports until we fix all that kind of stuff and get the supports i don't know you know how how we actually fix what's what's broken keep the responsibility where it belongs the crime problem 
has raged out of control since Justin Trudeau took office. We didn't have a crime, major crime problem eight years ago. Violent crime. Well, we, did, we didn't. Well, we didn't. It is, and I, I understand that. But hold on. Under Trudeau, gang killings have doubled under Justin Trudeau. Let's not push the responsibility away. This guy's got to own what he did. He has caused the crime, chaos, drugs, and disorder in our streets. And a Pierre Polyev government will use common sense to fix it. And I'm happy to park blame for for the bail overhaul and such on him because it's ridiculous that we've turned to kind of this restorative justice where it doesn't belong. Having said that, uh, we do need other services. You've spoken about the opiate crisis. We have to get that uh, in control. In the city of Toronto, there are areas you just can't even go anymore, like uh, downtown Dundas Square. Uh, we have well, to let's fix talk these about things. That. Why do we? Have but we that don't problem? have we have no facilities, right? No, no. Well, the reason we have that problem is because again, Justin Trudeau has effectively decriminalized hard drugs. And he's now spending taxpayer dollars on what he calls safe supply. This is taxpayer money to supply people with hydromorphine and other super powerful opioids. Look, in Vancouver now, the Trudeau government is funding vending machines that hand out heroin heroin grade drugs. You walk up and put your finger on a button and heroin pops out. The stuff that's coming out of these federally funded machines is three times more powerful than the Oxycontin that caused the opioid crisis in the first place. So what's the common sense solution to that? One, I'm going to ban hard drugs. Two, I'm going to stop getting tax dollars to give out those drugs. Three, I'm going to open up rehabilitation and treatment facilities that will allow us to bring home our brothers, sisters, friends, and neighbors, drug-free, and three and four, I'm going to sue the corrupt pharmaceutical companies that flooded our streets with these drugs in the first place. They lied to our healthcare system, to our regulators, to our doctors and nurses to put these drugs in our communities. They said they were safe and non-addictive. They were neither. In the States, the American government is suing those companies and recovering tens of billions of dollars. Pierre Polyev government, is going to launch a $45 billion lawsuit against the corrupt dirtbag companies that caused this crisis, and I'm going to make them pay for the rehabilitation and treatment that will bring our friends and our family home drug-free. But this is not going to happen anytime soon. I mean, we're talking a couple of years, uh, and we need a solution now. I hate to see what the city of Toronto looks like with no solutions in the window if we don't get these soon. I mean, the city is in trouble, as are a lot of Canadian cities. And so, again, we are waiting for solutions that we need now. Well, the solution now on drugs is to reverse Trudeau and the NDP policy of legalizing uh, hard drugs, to stop giving taxpayer money funded drugs, and instead mm-hmm. re-divert that money to treatment and rehabilitation. It works. We see, like, we have a mm-hmm. laboratory. In BC, they're doing the Trudeau model with, with the NDP government there. They're giving out free drugs. They're encouraging people to shoot up in the middle of the street. What has happened? 300% increase in overdose deaths. Next door in Alberta, they're rejecting that approach, and they're doing treatment. They've doubled the number of treatment beds. Uh, to from 4,000 to 8,000. What has happened? The overdose rate has gone down. It's common sense. We need to bring home common sense and bring home our brothers and sisters drug-free. That's what a Pierre Polyev government will do. 
All right, I don't have much time because I never have enough time for these things, but I want to dive into a couple of other things. We've got a half a trillion dollar budget with a lot of new spending. Former Finance Minister John Manley himself warns that if the deficit get much worse, uh, future governments, and that could be you, would have to slash up you know, and burn programs. And he calls it a reckoning coming, coming that someone's going to have to face. Um, you know, what, what would you not do in this plan? Like, let's say you get elected prime minister tomorrow and you've got to deal with the fallout of this budget. Would you be canceling, uh, you know, the subsidies to the, to the clean energy? What would you be doing to rein in the spending? We'll cap spending with a, a common sense law that requires government find a dollar of savings for every new dollar of spending. Two, I'll be cutting waste like the $21 billion of their spending on consultants. That works out to $1,400 for every family in Canada in federal government consultants, a number that has doubled under Justin yeah. Trudeau. Three, uh, I'll cut wasteful programs like the uh, Arrive Can app or the uh, hunting rifle buyback to save money there. Uh, and finally, um, I will... I will get rid of the, I'll bring home lower prices by getting rid of the inflationary deficits and carbon taxes that the Liberals plan to increase on Saturday. Um, Canadians cannot afford to pay more. People are broke after eight years of Justin Trudeau. It's time for us to cancel the inflationary carbon tax on gas, heat and groceries and cancel the inflationary deficits. If we're spending billions and billions on subsidies for uh, Volkswagen, these companies, we're making, obviously making very big investments in uh, clean energy. I mean, if you get into power in two, two years, are you going to uh, stop that investment? Can you turn that around? I mean, would you continue to invest in it? I'm going to bring in a massive tax red and red tape reform that will bring hundreds of billions of dollars of private investment pouring back into our country. We've been losing our jobs and our industry to the rest of the world under Justin Trudeau's uh, policies of high taxes and heavy red tape. I'm going to clear away the gatekeepers, reform our taxes to reward hard work, investment, and paychecks in Canada. We're going to bring home our money, bring home our paychecks, bring home our businesses back to this country. It's common sense. Let's bring it home. Just quickly up here before I let you uh, you go, uh, we've got a massive cost issue, we've cost problem here in Toronto. We are a billion dollars short on a budget. We cannot fill that hole. John Tory was expecting the federal government would help, the provincial government will help. They've abandoned us, I guess. Would you consider uh, a new funding formula for the city of Toronto? We've got a lot of services that have been dumped on us by the province and the feds. And we've got a lot of things that happen at the federal level, whether it's people crossing rocks and taking up shelter space and, and leaving Torontonians with the cost of it. But would you look at a new funding formula for the city of Toronto? Yes. Now, let me describe the problem. After eight years of Justin Trudeau, eight years of Torontonians giving every single seat to the Liberal Party, Liberals and Trudeau have bankrupted the city of Toronto. That is the thanks Torontonians have gotten from eight years of voting for Justin Trudeau. It's time to learn the lesson and bring home good conservative MPs that will fight for the city. Uh, here's a new model I propose. Uh, I would give, I would link the number of dollars big cities get in federal infrastructure to the number of houses they allow to get built. Right now, hmm. we have the most expensive housing in the G7, House mortgage costs, rent costs, down payments required have all doubled under Justin Trudeau because we don't have enough houses. We have the fewest houses 
in the G7. Why? Because go- local government gatekeepers block building permits, adding hundreds of thousands of dollars to the price of each home. I'm going to give a, a building bonus to every big city government that speeds up home building and a fine for big city governments that stand in the way. I'm going to require every federally funded transit station have high density apartments around and on top of them so that our seniors and youth can live close to transit. I'm going to sell off 6,000 federal buildings to turn them into affordable housing for our youth. I'm going to back up the trades so that we have more people to build our houses. I'm going to bring homes people can afford. It's time to put roof overhead of our hardworking people. I'm out of time and I'm up against a break and this is when I get in trouble. So I will talk again. Very much appreciate your time on this. It's common sense. Let's bring it home, Alex. It would be nice. There you go. That's Pierre Paul Everett, leader of the opposition conservatives.